Hello, race fans. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Debrief here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. I will be joined, as always, by David Cole. Episode number 33 of the EKN Debrief here on the EKN Radio Network, September 20th, 2018. David Cole and I will be delving into the WK Manufacturers Cup Series event at Newcastle Motorsports Park, the Nitro Kart Nationals, happening in early uh, September. Uh, we'll be going through, of course, the uh, the paddock pass. We'll start with the overview. We'll have our race reports, and then we'll wrap up this edition of the debrief with a look at the events coming up on the EKN Trackside Live race calendar. This week's show presented by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park just north of Houston, the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates uh, now by calling 866 607 race that's 866-607-7223 to contact the Allen rudolph racing academy all right david cole you were trackside at uh what i guess it is round number five i believe of the wk manufacturers cup series the nitro kart nationals and again as we always say your second home when it comes to racing uh, newcastle motorsports park yeah that was third and final visit of 2018 i don't think uh I'll be going back there unless, you know, something happens in October where I'm able to go down for a Briggs and Stratton 206 endurance race, but uh, that's to be determined. But yeah, um, hey, hold Newcastle's on. our oh, second Dave, home, really. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on, Dave. Let's put that out there then. David Cole is available to drive in that Briggs Enduro if someone needs a top, top-notch <laughs> driver. <laughs> top, yeah. Right? I'm surprised I haven't been signed up for Supernats because I'm so awesome. This is it. This is it. This is it. Well, you never know, Dave. Listen, you come with skills and you come with uh, the ability to develop some exposure, right? Let's just be real. Maybe a bottle of rum, too, on the side. And a bottle of rum on the side. You, dude, you're like a three tool player. That's right. <laughs> All right, back at it. Newcastle. Uh, again, third uh, trip for you there. Round five of the, uh, the 2018 championship chase uh, for the Man Cup. Yeah, so uh, it's. It was uh, it was good to be back there, and this time, obviously, uh, WK used a, a different layout, uh, using the layout number forty that Newcastle has among their many, 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 many different layouts that they can have around that huge facility that they have there in Newcastle, Indiana. The uh, you know, so it was a different feel. Uh, obviously, being the third race there of the year, it, it it's a little bit smaller of a turnout because one, kids are in school. Two, it's towards the end of the year. And three, there, you know, unless you really wanted to race, there was no reason to be there unless you were in the championship. So uh, uh, it was a different feel, but it was a good feel because the, the layout was different. So it provided uh, some dif- different views uh, for us along, along the fence. And obviously, we had clear weather all weekend long. So weather was never an issue uh, all weekend long. Yeah, based on you know, the, the notes that you kind of helped me out with here, you know, third best uh Entry number 114 on the season behind uh, Daytona and GoPro. You mentioned the fact that two other events, major events, national events were there, uh, the USPKS and, of course, the w, rather the Supercarts USA Summer Nationals. The end of the Pro Tour was there, and they had big numbers over 250. Uh, 
I'm interested in hearing though on your on your feedback on the layout, the different layout they ran, because you know we I've been there many many times. You've been there countless times, dozens and dozens of times uh, for major events. And there's a normal track layout, the national layout that is used. What, what were your what were your thoughts on that that different layout? Were, were there the na- same amount of let's say overtaking opportunities? Did it race better? What do you think? Well, I was going to kind of get into that on the paddock pass, but um, All right. we, the, we can hold. Hey, we can hold if you want. I'm well, no, I, we're Our talking goal. about it now. Uh, Roll. The the, the Roll. layout, you know, basically what it did was it, it removed the cell tower section. So as you're going out towards I seventy and the and the north eastern part of the track, you make the the left hand turn at the blue corner, and you make your way towards the right hand, the double right hander, which is entering the cell tower section. Well, instead of using that section, they turned left to head towards green corner. Which uh, totally oh, removed okay. all you know the, the tight one eighty to tight left left hander one eighty the up and down uh, kink section that you know we call the four mile section where he was slamming the curbings there uh, so many <laughs> times at the uh, at the uh, summer nats uh, so you got rid of that so it was kind of like taking away two passing opportunities there you know obviously going into five there was always a passing opportunity there. And depending on how you exited five, you know, there, there could have been an opportunity there at six, you know, just like any other corner. So, so essentially it took away maybe one, maybe two passing opportunities, uh, but it was a lot quicker through there too. So that, that was the flip side. Now you, you travel through the normal distance to go through the scoreboard corner and then you hit the Monza, which is, which is off the straightaway heading towards I-70. The Monza section we've never really seen used other than kid carts. And so to see the, the IME senior guys go through there and the senior carts go through there, it actually, you know, provided a challenging corner for these guys because, it, it, you know, it was all about finesse and, and having the right chassis set up and being able to drive through that corner. Um, what did it do? What did it do, David, for the uh, the, you know, the, the passing zone to the inside? Like after you come out of the Monza, you make the right hander to get back over to the I-70 hairpin. Was that still a pretty aggressive place to pass at that point? Well, I think it made it more aggressive uh, oh, nice. because you had to come out of the Monza, carry your speed, you know, drift as far to the outside as you could before you had to co- you know, switch back to the right and set yeah. it for I-70. So obviously on the last lap, you saw guys that would just just bolt to the left on the exit of that kink coming back onto the straightaway uh, to try and block a, a pass. Or you saw guys coming out of there too wide. Because a lot of times, because the Monza is a little bit of a slower corner, it allowed somebody to do the up and under and come alongside of them. So it was kind of like a cat and mouse game of, you know, do I hang out here on the outside or do I get off of it and try again at the I-70? So interesting. It, That's it, interesting. it did provide a... Uh, a unique opportunity there for a lot of the, a lot of the categories. Uh, and again, adding that Monza slowed everything down. So you're talking about a two to five teeth differential from the national layout that we've typically wow. seen. And then the bus oh, yeah, stop okay. is the final addition to that. And to be honest, all it did was just was create more of a, uh, a streamline rather than, you know, as we typically have seen with the, with the way where the start finish line is, there wasn't the opportunity to grab that draft and 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 pass at the line that we we've seen because the bus stop took care of that got rid of it. I'm I'm, I'm wondering if they if they were to run the bus stop, it might have been cooler to put the start finish line back around the corner at turn one. <laughs> that's right? exactly that's the, exactly what we were talking about. I said if you were to run the bus yeah. stop again, you'd have to move the start finish line back to the original start finish line, which is along the uh, the racer grill straightaway there. 
Yeah. That that opens up that pass in the final corner. I would like that. Okay. Cool. Well, listen, let, I apologize for, for stealing one of your paddock passes, but you got more, I know. Let's talk numbers, Dave. Uh, 114 entries, as I had said earlier. The third best on the season behind Daytona and GoPro. Really not bad, because as, 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 you, as you mentioned, into the race, you know, into the school season, uh, it's the fifth race of the series. If you're not in the championship, you may, you know, obviously some people don't run full series now. I don't understand that. Uh, but you may not enter. 114 entries, though, still some pretty good numbers. Uh, Iami Jr., I believe, with, with the most, right? Yeah, Iami Jr. had the most at 20. Uh, they were highest on the weekend. And like you said, yeah, I was shocked to see the number where it was at. Uh, I was told something higher. Obviously, when you go through the numbers, you get the exact number that, that we came up with. But, um, you know, I thought it was going to be less than 100, to be honest. Um, I didn't see it okay. happening. Uh, adding the Briggs 206 cadet class added eight. So that kind of helps you keep it above 100. Um, and then to have the Yamaha senior category actually hit 10, which is the second best it's had all season long next to Daytona. That definitely helped uh, help it break 100. Uh, and then along with Yamaha Sportsman as well, getting eight. So that that had its second best of the season as well, too. So uh, the only disappointment really was the K100 senior. We only saw seven, uh, which was the which was the smallest turnout of the year. So and I'm not I'm not too uh, obviously maybe because there's too much racing going on in the Midwest. Uh, yeah. That would probably be why. Yeah. I just think there's just been so many races for these guys to get to. And as we, you know, you get into September, uh, people just, they're either back to school, they're done. They put stuff away. Maybe there's another big race. They're going to do a little later on. Maybe the KA guys are going to go to the super Nats instead. It's, yeah, it's just, there's so much racing, David. And we can, we can talk, talk about it, you know, podcast after podcast, but now we're starting to see the residual results right here at the end of the season. Yeah, and you have people that are saving up for either a, a race coming up or even the Supernats. I mean, the Supernats is a is a hefty uh, investment that some racers have to make. And with the, with them adding the K100 categories, uh, you know, that could be one of the reasons why we didn't have that many K100s there. You know, David, talking to some of the people you mentioned, this is in the notes you gave me, um, Briggs 206 Cadet, eight drivers, as you said, good addition to make sure that they stuck over 100, but... That's going to be a national class for 2019 and talking to some of the parents, uh, some of the people in the industry, are they, are they buoyed by the fact that that 206 edition in the cadet level may be good for, for man cup next year? Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of hit or miss depending on where you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have, uh, it's in it, you know, again, we're not getting the local drivers coming out and racing. Um, yeah. we didn't, we didn't have any that I know of in the Briggs 206 class. And then, and then maybe one in the Yamaha Sportsman. And you're talking about a, a track, a Newcastle, that has tons of these cadet kids racing every weekend there. So, you know, again, it's, it, it has to do with, with trying to, to bring in local drivers. But again, they don't have that urge that we used to have to, to race these national races because one, the expense is more. And two, because it, it's just they don't see it as something worth their time. That's a shame. And again, we'll see what happens with the WK Man Cup in 2019. You know they're going to come out of the box strongly in Daytona, but we'll see where they end up uh, when the season gets underway. Folks, this is episode number 33 of the EKN Debrief. Rob Howden alongside David Coles. We break down the recent running of the WK Manufacturers Cup Series Nitro Kart Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. 
after this break. Dave will come back. I've stolen one of the Paddock Pass notes from him, but he's got some more to give you. Uh, Dave Cole will give us some of the insight of what happened off the track at Newcastle Motorsports Park. If your dream is IndyCar, set your sights on the Mazda Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. The first step of the ladder system is the Cooper Tires USF 2000 Championship powered by Mazda, which prepares young drivers for the calculated jump to the Pro Mazda Championship presented by Cooper Tires, where increased power, grip, and aero downforce fast-track your training. The final rung is the Indy Lights presented by Cooper Tires program. The last four Indy Lights champions will be racing in the Verizon IndyCar Series this year, so it's a proven formula. At all three levels, you will race at premier venues on the same weekends as IndyCar. Showcase your skills under the watchful eyes of IndyCar scouts and owners. Former Carters fill the roster of Mazda Road to Indy graduates like Spencer Piggott, Gabby Chavez, Zach Veach, Ed Jones, and 2017 Indy Lights champion Kyle Kaiser. Recent karting graduates like Oliver Askew are in the middle of their journeys as well. Follow in their footsteps. Fulfill your dream. If you want to race IndyCar, there is only one choice. The Mazda Road to Indy, presented by Cooper Tires. Hey everybody, this is Chris Wheeler, Director of Motorsports for Bell Racing USA. For the 2018 Scusa Pro Tour, be sure to check out our partners PSL Karting for all of your on-site needs from helmets, visors, accessories, and all hardware so you can stay safe on the racetrack. New for 2018, the CMR KC7 Carbon, the first of its kind, the only carbon helmet in the world, approved by the CIK for youth use. Check it out at PSL Karting, and thanks for tuning in to EKN Live. Welcome back to episode number 33 of the EKN Debrief here on the EKN Radio Network. David Cole joining myself, Rob Howden here. Uh, as we break down the WK Manufacturers Cup Series event at Newcastle Motorsports Park, the Nitro Kart Nationals, 114 entries. Uh, David Cole, before we jump in, let's talk about our presenting sponsor of the, pod- the Paddock Pass, Comet Racing Engines. Are you looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstone of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring that each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Contact the Comet team at CometCartSales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. All right, D. Cole, let's jump into the paddock pass, talk a little bit about what was going on in the paddock. I know there's lots lots going on there at Newcastle. There was. Um, you know, like I said, the first item on my topic was the layout um, and to kind of get the driver feedbacks from, uh, you know, some were for it, some were again, didn't really approve of it. You know, if you like the cell tower section, they were kind of against it. Uh, but yeah. some, of the, some of the younger uh, category drivers, they liked the Monza section because that's, Again, that's a corner that's not very seen very much with banking and 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 the tight radius of the corner. So it's not something you see uh, typically at a lot of the tracks that we go to. 
Well, so many races there, right? It's I don't want to say you kind of get bored with a track, but you know, it's nice to do something different. I, I love different layouts. You know, I, I know that the, my club track here in Canada will have a night race, or we do a backwards race, whatever it may be, and that track isn't you know the track that is my home club doesn't have a lot of we. There's not a lot of different ways to drive around that track. It's small, so I like I like the opportunity to do something a bit different. But I can see that if some guys like a a particular part of the track where they may be very good at, they may be a little bit more hesitant to, to push doing that more often. Definitely. Uh, you know, and that's the great thing about Newcastle with the many, many different layouts that it has, you know, GoPro is kind of the same deal where they don't have very many layouts there yet. It's, it's one of those tracks that everybody wants to go race at, or, you know, Badger just finally added that new section, uh, last year to its facility. So now it has different multiple layouts that they can run. Uh, so I think, you know, in designing a track, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure speed sports has a couple different layouts they can run. Um, you know, a lot of these newer tracks, they should look at this option, uh, of, of being able to run because, you know, Cal speed, another example of many, many different layouts, you know, it keeps, sure. it keeps Very things true. different. So that way it's not the same old, same old. I mean, yes, you like going to the same place, but you, you need a little, little bit of a change here and there, maybe a little bit of scenery change or a little bit of a layout change. So, David, you can eat hamburger and fries every day, but sometimes you got to throw pasta in there, right? Sometimes you got to throw pizza in there. Well, and if you go to different hamburgers, even, you know, just, <laughs> just a slight even, change. I'm telling you what, the difference between McDonald's and Wendy's is huge, huge. <laughs> Yes, it is. And, and that, you know, it's what? It's a bus stop. That's all it is, right? The bus stop is between a, a Wendy's burger and a McDonald's burger. No, no, no. They're two totally different burgers. Wow. All yeah. right. It's like, so it's like a backwards burger then. Yeah. I would say it's like going from a Monza to, uh, to just a <laughs> flat 180. Yeah. All right. Okay. I get that. All right. What else we got in the paddy pass here this, uh, this episode? Uh, well, so Friday and Saturday during uh, the weekend, um, the Indiana High School State Championship for Electric Karting Series uh, actually took place in the oval uh, far east section of the racetrack. Um, I didn't really understand what was happening until Saturday when when I saw that they were actually racing. I thought they were just kind of there. Uh, some schools were just there doing some practice laps on Friday. But uh, on Saturday, I actually saw them racing and you know doing podium celebrations. I didn't really have time to go check it out, but I did see some of the carts sitting around there. And it's really cool to see, uh, you know, uh, carting being part of, of school uh, education. Yeah, I love that. So, That's really and, you cool. know, again, people who have followed kind of, you know, the, uh, the blog that um, uh, Deskins is doing on our website can kind of learn more about what the electric carting series program is, the EVGP uh, program which runs every year at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in May. So yeah. that's all that's yeah. that alone should be one reason to get your high school behind it. Yeah, have a look at the the blog Nicholas Deskins is doing in an, an EV project, an electric cart project. He was working with Cambrian Karting. They donated a chassis for him and he's been putting this thing together, you know, the engine mount and, and getting the, the batteries uh um uh situated on the cart as well. Google that on rather not Google, search that on ecartingnews.com. It's Nicholas Deskins his EV cart project, really cool. And again, as you said, David, you're right in the heart there in Indianapolis, right? Purdue University very big behind the EV Grand Prix that runs each May uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the parking lot behind the Pagoda. Uh, yeah, the, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting, number one, an interesting evolution of the sport. We're seeing 
course, Formula E in Formula Car. We're seeing a lot of uh, electric karting coming. Will that be our future? Uh, but again, as you said, first and foremost, when we're getting karting into high school curriculums, that's something that's going to be very big for our sport as well. It will be. And like you said, it'll be interesting to see how it's um, incorporated uh, into competition karting yeah. uh, that, we, that we're at right now. Well, the, I think the technology is going to keep improving. Battery size, obviously, battery life, one of the biggest things. But uh, that's another story. We'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll put together a story on um, where the the electric cart world is in the off season to kind of bring everybody up to speed. But David, let's go back to the manufacturers' cup. Let's talk more about some of the competition that happened uh, trackside. Well, one of the big stories uh, on the weekend was uh, substitution drivers. Uh, they played a vital role in the KA 100 senior category and the IME senior. Uh, Brandon Jones, or sorry, Brandon Jones, <laughs> Brandon Jarzakrak, uh, money as we all know him, uh, filled in for Blake Hunt, who uh, suffered a broken collarbone and a Mike mountain bike incident uh, the weekend before. Uh, Alec, while Alexander Kardashian drove Taryn Odom's uh, entry in IAMI Senior, another broken collarbone uh, that put him on the sidelines. So Kardashian, being a Purdue uh, student, was able to uh, to make his way over to Newcastle and do that. While uh, you know Jarzakrak kind of used this weekend to kind of get get ready for uh, next month's trip to uh, to France. So, quick question for you: substitute just as in, hey, the carts were there to drive them, or are is, does WK have a substitute rule that you can have a driver and, and you're able to keep the points? Yeah, they have a substitute uh, rule. Uh, if you look in the 100 section, I, the book's not here in front of me. I would tell you the exact rule. Uh, but obviously, they have to have uh, a doctor's note you know, stipulating that this person is not allowed to be competing or involved in motor racing at all. Um, you know, So obviously, a broken collarbone. We've seen this happen before. Um, 2013, I believe it was Brandon Lemke racing in cadets at that time. I think it was his last season in cadets broke his collarbone at a race at Badger cart club. And I believe a week or two later was the WK race at Pittsburgh. Well, he asked now Red Bull driver, Neil Verhagen to, uh, to substitute for him. And, uh, so Neil's performance at Pittsburgh helped Lemke, uh, go on to, I believe when, Three championships. Wow, that's season. really cool. Okay, all right. So, uh, so Jarsakrak in for Hunt, Kardashian in for Odom. That's uh, I know we'll talk more about that because they both had pretty good weekends. Uh, what about racing overall? If I were to ask you, say, hey, how was because racecraft, David, clean racing, rough racing, bad racing has been a topic all year long. What were your thoughts on racing at Man Cup? Well, again, you know, we had the 114 uh, entry numbers, so. Anytime you don't have big uh, entry number classes, you know, it's it's easier to not police, but easier to observe and see the type of racing going on. And for a lot of drivers, it, it takes away that that opening corner chaos that we always typically see with big fields. So, uh, you know, overall, I would give it probably a B plus because, okay. you know, there was some very clean racing throughout the weekend, you know, nothing too serious. Um, the one serious issue that we had was a, a hard flip during Sunday qualifying with Adam Brickley, who, believe it or not, broke his collarbone, um, which is probably the most common injury that we do have in, in the sport. And uh, just just one of those things where two carts got together and, and over he went. So, uh, you know, we obviously wish him the best in his recovery uh, as he hopes to uh, to race at the Super Nats here in November. 
But, um, you know, again, the clean racing happened without any pushback bumpers. So, yeah. is you know, again, WK is moving to pushback bumpers next year. I really didn't see that. I, and I still don't see the need for it in WK competition. Well, you know what? We'll cross our fingers that, you know, a couple of years usage of the, the pushback and we'll be able to maybe not have to use that, be able to go back to straight racing if we're really able to kind of clean up the epidemic. But, uh, yeah, to see some pretty clean racing without the pushback, even though not massive fields, as you said, David. Uh, again, we'll watch. We'll see what happens next year. WKND going to the pushback bumper for 2019. Folks, Heading into another commercial break. Stick with us. When we get back after this little uh, little break in the action, David's going to start rolling through the race report. We'll talk about who was good, who won races, and I'm sure David will uh, throw a little bit in in terms of the championship as well as one more race remains of the WK Manufacturers Cup for 2019. Stick with us. More to come here on the EKN Debrief. With over 35 years of manufacturing experience, Precision Karting Technologies is the leader in American-made components. We produce high-quality products, led by our full line of chromoly and mild steel axles. Metric or imperial, standard or custom, we have what you need. Collars, keys, bearings, we're the source for axle components in the USA. We're not just axles either. At PKT, we can manufacture motor mounts, hubs, brake rotors, and even GoPro mounts. We're also the choice for axle and chassis straightening. We've designed a dedicated table for the sole purpose of straightening and laser aligning your chassis. If needed, we have the capability to cut, replace, and weld portions of your chassis as well. Big crash bet your frame? Send it to us. Broke a spindle yoke off in a wreck? We can replace it. You don't need to toss that expensive frame in the trash bin. We can fix it. We can repair and straighten chassis, and we CNC machine the finest carting products in the country. With over 70 dealers throughout the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to choose PKT. Family owned and operated, proudly made in the USA. PKT, what's in your cart? Introducing ePartrade, electronic performance and racing trade. ePartrade is the revolutionary new web-based trade-only product sourcing platform that works 24-7 to connect performance parts suppliers with racing business professionals around the world. Find new products and technologies all year long, accessible everywhere, from anywhere, 24-7. ePartrade is the only product sourcing platform as innovative and fast-paced as the racing market itself. ePartrade is the fastest, most efficient, and cost-effective way to introduce new parts and services to the worldwide racing trade while they're red-hot, allowing builders, race teams, retailers, engineers, and other verified racing businesses to access them from anywhere in the world, day or night. The world is changing, and we're changing with it. Welcome to the future. ePartrade, the global online platform for the performance and racing industry. Visit us at www.epartrade.com or you can reach us at 323-870-9300. Welcome back to episode number 33 of the EKN Debrief here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole was trackside at Newcastle Motorsports Park for the Nitro Kart Nationals, round number five of the WKA Man Cup. We're going to jump into the race report here. David's going to fill us in on all the action that took place in Newcastle, Indiana. Today's race report brought to you by IAMI USA. 
IAMI USA is the importer and distributor of the hottest two-cycle engine program in American karting, featuring the X30, KA100, and Swift engines, which can be found at club, regional, and national racing events from coast to coast. IAMI USA's dedication to quality and customer service is second to none. IAMI is a proud supporter of programs such as the United States Pro Kart Series, WK Manufacturers Cup, F-Series Gear Up Challenge, and Superkart USA Pro Tour, Winter Series, and Pro Kart Challenges. All right, David, let's uh, let's head into it. Let's go uh, full bore uh, into the race report here. Let's start up uh, with IAMI Senior. Uh, Austin Garrison has all but locked up the IAMI Senior title uh, with his fifth and sixth wins on the year. Uh, Garrison ran second throughout the weekend to Kardashian, who again was subbing for Taryn Odom. Uh, in both finals, Garrison turned up the wick to uh, lead and win the races. Uh, Kardashian ran second to him both days, uh, the, earning the best results for Odom's uh, championship credit. So obviously a good overall weekend for him. Uh, obviously a different of a change going from the top cart to the comp cart. So that was an interesting move. Um, mm-hmm. Hometown driver Mick Gabriel won uh, the battle for third on Saturday with uh, local driver Matthew Mockabee placing third on Sunday. Garrison really uh, really getting the job done with the Fullerton uh, card as well, isn't he? He's uh, he's showing definitely the the ability, the pace of that uh, that chassis. Yeah, you know the the you know him and 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 Richard and um, oh gosh, Lance, Lance yes, Lance. You know, those three work really well together. You know, every, anytime you go by them, they're always, you know, they're calm, cool, collective. They understand what they need to do. You know, I was kind of giving Garrison a little, a little, uh, little elbow, uh, with uh, qualifying effort because I said, that's maybe that's something you guys got to work on. He said, yeah, I'm just, I just, I wasn't quite able to get, get the cart where I wanted it to be. So, uh, um, you know, it would, it'd be really cool to see, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Garrison does moving forward after October in the finale, you know, what, it, what's he going to race at Supernats? Is he going to race at Supernats? Um, you know, we, we know he does a lot of work with, uh, Formula Works out in California. Uh, he does a lot of driver coaching. He says he's working, uh, this weekend with, um, uh, uh, Blair Hosey at Texas Pro Kart. So, um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see what Garrison does uh, moving forward after this year. Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's jump into the uh, the KA100 category. And, uh, you know, if you're going to throw the term super sub on anybody, I think Brandon Chartsacrack would be a pretty good guy to sub in if you're not able to make a race. Yeah, super sub would could be the word. Uh, you know, Brandon came in, uh, you know, obviously having K experience, K 100 experience last year, racing uh, USBKS, uh, came in and, and did well for, uh, Blake Hunt, uh, earning both victories. Um, he found his rhythm, you know, wasn't quite, uh, up to speed, but found his rhythm towards the end of Saturday, winning heat two and leading most of the final on, on Saturday for the victory. Uh, top qualifier, Emery Lida finished second with heat one winner, Colin Neal. Uh, keeping the pressure on uh, throughout the distance, placing second and third. Uh, sa- Sunday was a sweep by Jarza Crack, you know, keeping it uh, keeping it on P1 throughout the day, uh, going wire to wire in the final with Lighter right there on his bumper. Had an opportunity to get by him, but uh, just kind of overshot the breaking point and uh, wasn't able to keep the position, um, but was able to hold on to second while uh, Neil made it a duplicate of Saturday's podium in third. Nice. And again, you know what? Uh, uh, 
for Cole and Neil and Emery Ladd to be able to battle it out with Jarsa Crack. The bottom line is the guy's top two, top three, top five guaranteed in terms of tag drivers in this country. So if you're going to be able to run with him, you've shown you got some pace, I think. Would you yeah, agree? Yeah, Lida is is really growing into a better driver throughout the season. Nice. Obviously, being GoPro, his home track, he was good there. Uh, but, you know, he, he made grounds up at, at Pittsburgh and Norway, got better and better. Uh, and then to yeah, as you said, to be able to run with with Jarza Crack and Neil all weekend long and have the ability to actually win uh win both of the finals uh is, is really good for the senior rookie. Uh moving on to uh the what Yamaha senior class, I believe. Uh, uh David, it's it's been really cool to see Ashley Rojero, who uh, you know, a, a young lady who we've watched race for many, many years, race winner, championship, uh easily one of the top young uh, our top female carters probably I've seen in my my 25 years doing this, if not one of the best. Uh, tremendous driver. She's been working with Nick Tucker at the Nitro Kart program a little bit, deal, you know, working with the kids. But getting a chance to to get back behind the wheel in WK. She hasn't run WK in a while and in a, a prototype kart for, for Nitro as well. Talk about that a little bit because I think that's kind of intriguing to see her, number one, back racing and then on, on a prototype chassis. Yeah, I you know I didn't get the information on on the the chassis itself until after the weekend, um, because again the steering wheel said Paralyn, so I just assumed okay, well, she just they just pulled a Paralyn out of the garage. But um, <laughs> you know Nick Tucker from Nitro Kart contacted me and said, yeah, no, this is something we're working on with Paralyn uh, to try and to build to to uh, to manufacture a senior size cart. So so this is kind of their step forward in that direction. And to put a driver in like Ashley Rogero, that's that's a pretty good move because again, you know her her results speak for for themselves, and and to come out and to win both days uh, in the Yamaha class was pretty good because again, both days she beat Matthew Mockaby. Uh, Mockaby is a local driver, thousands of laps there at Newcastle, especially in the Yamaha category. So um, both days were photo finishes 84 thousandths of a second on Saturday to 65 thousandths of a second on Sunday. So, uh, you know, the two were, were very, very close all weekend long. Uh, Blake Korth ran third on Saturday with, uh, Hunter Perry, uh, winning the third place battle on Sunday. I find that really interesting. You know, the whole prototype chassis, you know, designing new carts and testing them. I always find that intriguing and to see nitro cart kind of getting ready to, I think, you know, expand from what they've done. They've already become, you know, one of the leading, if not the leading, uh, cadet, you know, micro mini chassis out there. And to see them looking now to expand into uh, uh, into the senior senior classes, I think is really cool for Nick Tucker. His program uh, continuing to develop. Uh, David, let's move on now into IAMI Junior. Well, IAMI Junior again, one of the biggest classes of the of the weekend. And one of the three classes that we did not have a double winner. So uh, Luca Mars and Garrett Adams put on a great show in the Sunday in the Saturday final. Uh, great to see these two young drivers go back and forth. Uh, Mars was able to hold off Adams at the line for his second victory of the season with local driver Bryson Moore scoring his first WK podium in third. Uh, Sunday, it was basically the Connor Zillich show. He established himself as a driver to beat all day long. And especially in the final, driving away to a 2.2 second advantage for his first WK victory in the category. Uh, Mars ended up second with pre-final winner Connor Ferris in third. Kind of cool to see some of these kids we've watched, right, Dave, for the last couple of years, you know, running from the the micro and the mini categories, moving their way to junior. 
I always uh, I always really find it interesting to see how they make that transition uh, from the you know, from the mini classes up into junior because it's not easy. Depending on on the series, obviously not quite as many guys running in uh, WK Man Cup as you'd see at the Scusa Pro Tour or maybe even USPKS. But man, making that transition, especially on a big track uh, like Newcastle, is always very impressive to me. Well, just last year, I mean, it was Adams, Zillage, and Mars battling for cadet, cadet wins. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, you know, you know, Mars kind of took the first step up last year, but kind of midway through the season. Uh, Zillage and and Adams uh, have done it this year. You know, Adams at Newcastle being his home track, it definitely helps him feel more comfortable. Uh, I'm sure when we see him at other tracks as he get, as we move along on the year next year, he'll probably be uh, even better. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, you know, these guys, it just it's 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 funny to see how one weekend it's the small little guys that are doing really well. And the next weekend, it's the tall big guys that uh, that we see that dominate. So I guess it just it goes from track to track to see uh, to uh, who's who's better than the other. Uh, in that category, Amy Jr., uh, talk about Josh Green. I know he came in as the uh, as the point leader. Yeah, there, there's again one of the tall guys. He just kind of struggled all weekend long. Didn't seem to quite have the pace to uh, to even eclipse the top five, uh, running seventh and eighth in both of the finals. So uh, that definitely is going to tighten up things in the standings as we uh, as we go to GoPro. So that will be the category to watch uh, championship wise uh, throughout that weekend. All right, let's uh, let's cap off this first half of the race report again. Brought to you uh, this particular uh, episode by Miami USA. Let's cap off, David, with the guys in the Yamaha Junior class. Well, Caden Worf basically has the title in hand thanks to his sixth and seventh win of the year. Uh, Saturday, he went from zero to hero, a wreck in the opening heat race, kind of forced him to drive from the back to the front. Uh, and he did so uh, in the final, holding off Garrett Adams for the victory with Luca Mars running in third. Sunday was a great battle at the front. You know, everybody was going to go back and forth. Worf was able to hold off Ian Quinn by 66 thousandths of a second at the line for the victory with Tyler Ferris coming in a close third. Good racing there. And of course, uh, Caden uh, Wharf, another driver we always keep an eye on. Uh, normally when he's at, when he's at a track, he's going to be uh, battling up front. There it is. The first half of our race report here, episode 33, uh, this debrief on the EKN radio network. We're, uh, we're discussing the manufacturer's cup event, the nitro cart nationals at Newcastle motorsports park on the other side of this quick break. David's going to talk about what we got, David. What we got coming up? We got Yamaha Sportsman. We got Briggs 206 Cadet. Uh, more classes still to come, folks, here on the EKN Radio Network. The 2018 season is just around the corner, and Trinity Carding Group is fired up and ready to take up the challenge. We're a full-service racing operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. We utilize Tony Kart, OTK, and IANI products, and we're your source for Avinco Tire in the Midwest. For 2018, we have Arrive and Drive race programs available for the Supercarts USA Winter Series and the Pro Tour, the WK Manufacturers Cup, and of course, the KRA Series at Newcastle Motorsports Park. If you have your own equipment, we can provide the trackside support you need to take your program to the next level. If you're interested in running with a professional team with full support, coaching, and hospitality, give us a call. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development 
we pride ourselves on our professional approach and our positive attitude. Driver development is a big part of our program, and if your desire is to graduate into Formula Car Racing, we are the official karting feeder operation for Team Peltry, the championship-winning junior formula squad on the Mazda Road to Indy. If IndyCar is your ultimate goal, we can help pave the way. Let us build a custom race program for you. If you're new to the sport or a seasoned pro, we can take care of your kart racing desires. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycartinggroup.com. Hi, EKN listeners. This is Jeff Wessel from Streeter Superstands. When it comes to lifts and stands for your carts and the largest selection of shop and trailer accessories, we know all about building and giving you the best. The Streeter Superstands crew has over 30 years of experience, are cart racers just like you, and know that the Streeter name stands for durability, affordability, and most of all, quality. We're the original and genuine manufacturer of Bigfoots and Stacker Stands, and we build them right here in the USA, along with our best-selling Streeter Superlift, upright stands, and an ever-growing roster of shop and trailer accessories to outfit any trailer or garage. While some guys pretend to be number one, we prove it every day, every race. Racers demand the best, and Streeter Superstand builds it. Check us out at StreeterSuperstands.com. When it comes to the best in lifts, stands, shop and trailer accessories, and all the cool necessities to make your race day easy and organized, it's all at StreeterSuperstands.com. We innovate, not imitate. Roll with the best right now at StreeterSuperstands.com. Welcome back to the EKN Debrief. David Cole giving us his insight into the recent WK Manufacturers event at Newcastle Motorsports Park, the Nitro Kart Nationals. Again, the race report today brought to you by IAMI USA. David, let's jump into the next category and talk about uh, the return of Matteo Rubio Luengo. Yes, Matteo. Um, he actually missed the Norway weekend, so he came back, uh, this time racing aboard the Parolin uh, with Jim Russell Jr. karting. Uh, Matteo won in Daytona. It's kind of been a front runner all season long uh, and actually missed Friday practice but qualified P1 Saturday morning in his only second session on the racetrack. Um, Jeremy Fletcher came through, though, to win both heat races. However, Mateo fought back to uh, to lead the final lap, edging out Brent Cruz by 57 thousandths of a second at the line, with Fletcher settling for third. Nice. So what, is, this, is this Manny? Is this Manny yeah, Swift sorry, Manny Swift. Yep. So, uh, yep. so Mateo and uh, Cruz battled it out once again. Sunday on the final, uh, with the result ending up being the same as Mateo won his second on the weekend. Um, Cruz ended up finishing second. Top qualifier Logan Adams lost the draft to the top two, but managed to hold on for third for his second podium of the season. Nice. You mentioned uh, Brent Cruz and Logan Adams obviously running there in the Mini Swift category. I know they were racing as well in the Yamaha Sportsman class. And in following what you were posting up, of course, onto the EKN uh, social media during the during the weekend, I was up at uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, and I was kind of following, you know, on the on on Twitter just to find out who was doing well. And I guess Cruz and Adams very good in Yamaha Sportsman, as I saw. Yeah, the two drivers split the victories on the weekends in that in the on the weekend in that category. Uh, they fought for the victory on Saturday with Cruz reaching the checkered flag first by fifty five thousandths of a second. Again, 
you know, the bus stop still provides the the close finishes, but it wasn't the photo finishes we're really used to, you know, where the, yeah. where they, they start the, 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 the maneuver before the bus stop where, yeah, that's right. where here you had to wait until you got through the bus stop to pull out to try and pass. So what question for you, was it, a, what were you pulling out to the outside or did you have to pull up and go back to the inside? Well, again, what it, was... it depended on which way the front driver went. <laughs> true enough, you know, yeah, if, true if he stayed to the inside, you had to go to the outside. If he went to the outside, you'd go to the inside. So it was, well, was kind of a chess was, game. And what was the favorite? Was it, were, were guys wanting to keep to the, nope. I think if you try to keep nope. to the inside, you'd probably, uh, probably lose too much momentum. What was the, what was the key? What was the, well, what was again, the primary? It's, it's flat out through there. So it's not a yeah, lot okay. of momentum that you're losing. So again, again, the, the bus stop really didn't do anything except, you know, just kind of make people play, uh, follow the leader. Um, yeah, I so it, again, yep. if they would have moved it to the old start finish line, we would have had probably even closer finishes or if not more wild finishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More carnage potentially. Right. So, uh, uh, so yeah, so the two squared up again on Sunday, uh, this time Adams was able to fight off Cruz for his second victory of the season. Uh, Annie rule completed the podium in third, um, their two wins Cruz and Adams taking the wins broke up the streak by point leader, uh, Danny Dzalski who had six victories going in six straight victories going into Newcastle. So that broke up, uh, uh, his party, but, uh, Danny's still going to be the point leader going into, uh, to GoPro and, and should have the title, uh, depending on what happens in GoPro. Now, a couple of wins uh, for Cruz on the weekend, but he, he ended up with three. Looks like he got a couple of uh, couple in the Briggs 206 class as well. Yeah, so the, with the Briggs being uh, part of the uh, the race weekend, uh, a lot of nitro kart drivers were in there. Uh, it actually had the left-hand chassis and the right-hand chassis, so it was kind of a mixture oh, of really? both okay. in that. Uh, um, yeah. You know, Obviously, the, the engines still have to have the, the, one, the two different – you can have – you have the two different Briggs uh, – exhaust mufflers but uh you know that was kind of the question everybody had going in on the weekend but you know the luckily the the candy cane style pipe uh is is legal by briggs and stratton so um, that took away that uh, perception of of illegal pipes that uh, everybody was questioning Uh, but actually cruz cruz had a uh, a right side normal side chassis and uh ended up uh winning both days in the briggs to a six category uh, Cruz won Saturday's final over, over Ayrton Grimm and Danny Dazelski. Uh, Sunday was the same podium. This time, uh, Grimm, uh, nearly, nearly took the victory coming up 89,000 short at the line. You talked, uh, mini already, the, the mini swift class, the manufacturer's cup runs the micro swift category as well. And based on the notes you, you gave me, Adam Brickley going wire to wire for the victory on the Saturday run. Yeah, he really stepped up uh, in the category. Uh, we've seen him do really well throughout the season. Uh, he's actually raced many and other racing events. So he's he's kind of at that age where he's ready to move up. But uh, he elected to run micro this weekend. Uh, Saturday, he went, as you said, went wire to wire over Cameron Weinberg and Hoyt Moore. Uh, unfortunately... You know, with Brickley having the injury Sunday morning, he wasn't able to race on Saturday. So uh, yeah. we had a opportunity for a new driver to score uh, a win for the first time with also Ben Mayer graduating to Mini Swift over the weekend. Uh, ben Mayer, Ben Mayer basically <laughs> has the championship wrapped up. So it's he uh, he elected over Saturday night to move up to Mini for Sunday. So it's something. 
it's something we've seen last year and and other other programs as well too but uh you know obviously with with 12 rounds of racing you you have the opportunity to uh to skip the last event i guess if you if you have enough points yeah well good for him so he's moved up into the mini swift class interesting now uh new winner you said who was able to step up uh, in the absence and grab the checker well so cameron weinberg took control um and and led green to checkered for his first career victory uh cameron myers uh ended up in the runner-up position with miles murray placing third earning fast lap of the race Dave, you battling their allergies again still? You, you, you got a little sniffle. Got a little sniffle it's actually going on better there. than it was two weeks ago, but it, dude, you've had a you've had a rough September. It's the allergies, man. Not to mention the mosquitoes at soccer practice last night eating me up. <laughs> dude, sorry to hear that. Hey, listen, we got Lancaster coming in a couple weekends. I think you'll be fine out in Lancaster. Yeah, you think? We'll see. A little bit of hay out there for a you, that's bit. for sure. Here, I'll cap off for you. Hudson Floyd ended up dominating the kid cart division all weekend long. In the Saturday final, he won by 39 seconds, and on Sunday by 32 seconds. So Hudson Floyd doing a great job in the kid cart category. Uh, how do you say, is it Landon Boer and Casey yeah. Quinn on the podium yep. on Saturday? J.J. O'Neill and Quinn uh, filling up the steps on Sunday. Did I get that right? That sounds about right. All right, man. Well, there, there's the there's the race report, folks, for David from David Cole. A lot of good info there about the WK Manufacturers Cup. Of course, uh, that uh, program not quite done. One more race in late October at GoPro Motorplex in uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. We'll cap off this edition of the debrief. Dave will have just a couple more final thoughts. But talking about schedule, let's jump in now to the EKN Trackside Live race calendar for the remainder of the 2018 season. This edition of the calendar brought to you by K1 Race Gear. Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and professional alike. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing outing. David, jumping into the EKN Trackside Live race calendar. Only four more races to go uh, for the remainder of the season. You'll be at three of them. I'll be at two of them. Let's start with this coming weekend. What day is it today? It's the 20th, right? Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, the 20th of September. I leave tomorrow morning, Friday morning. I'm heading to DFW, back to Dallas Karting Complex, Final round of the Texas Pro Kart Challenge in Caddo Mills, uh, September 22nd, 23rd. Practice on Saturday, race on Sunday to cap off the season. And then after that, you and I head back down to the uh, the southwest, David. The streets of Lancaster Grand Prix, always an awesome time in Lancaster, California. It is. It's one of those uh, street races that just continues to get bigger and bigger. Uh, the city of Lancaster, obviously co-promoting in the event with Supercarts USA. It's the finale for the California Pro Kart Challenge, so a lot going on that weekend. Even night racing, we get to watch shifter yeah. carts and tag carts under the lights and then watch the locals make fools of themselves in rental carts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much fun, though. It I, love, I love the Battle of the Boulevard. It now. Just picked up my phone here, David. I know we're, we're kind of long range out like 10 days. Friday and Saturday in Lancaster, 96 and 95. So not the over 100 that we've seen before, but we're still going to have to stay in the shade so we don't burn down the laptops, right? Yeah, I was going to say ice on the laptops. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, though, in Texas, I said I'm going to the Dallas 
carding complex. I'm bringing the rain suit, just so you know. Uh, potentially looking for rain on both uh, Saturday and Sunday. Well, what do you mean rain suit? You're you're going to be under the the awning or wherever they have you. You might even be in the scoring tower for all I know. Who knows what's going to happen? Listen, you're not going to be. You won't be out in the elements. The rain guaranteed. Could be coming in from the side, David. Come on. If if only it would have rained in Amarillo, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been it. Well, you know what? It was 106 degrees, so I would have taken some rain. I would have, I would have worked from the inside of my rental car. That would, there be, you go. that would have been perfect. All right, let's 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 wrap things up here. Uh, so, you know, after Lancaster, Dave, you got a month off, which is good. I, I Actually, I got six weeks off. Well, by, by, by off, I mean I'm not going to any races on the weekend. We're, of course, still working like crazy here doing podcasts here at uh, EKN World Headquarters. But uh, October 26th, 27th, 28th, we just talked about the Man Cup round number five. You'll be at round number six at GoPro Motorplex. Still some championships up for grabs, but GoPro, just always a great place to go to. Yeah, and I, and I think we'll have, obviously, the local turnout uh, showing up there. So it, it could even be uh, around the 114, if not higher, and, and match uh, the event that we had in March. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the numbers there. Uh, and, and again, like you said, there's still championships to be wrapped up. After that, uh, fast forward about three weeks, and we go to the granddaddy of them all, the 22nd running of the Supercarts USA Super Nationals, heading back uh, to the Rio All Suite Hotel and Casino uh, for our trackside coverage. We've been doing live coverage uh, from that. I didn't even know. I didn't know what year we first started. It had to be some, got to be around 2007, 2008. David, do you remember? When we first did a live broadcast, the live the live broadcast, I'm pretty sure was 2009 or 2010. That late, okay, all right. Uh, I, we got yeah. to go back. Well, again, I don't you, th- you got to remember we were we didn't go back until 2008 to the Rio. That's true. So, and let's just put it this way, folks: those of you technology people, the kids potentially listening here who probably weren't even born then or were like in their diapers or in kindergarten. The internet wasn't as good back then. You couldn't well, obviously we stream we stream off of a of an internet card right now. I think wasn't the first year we did it. I had to rent the, the emergency satellite that they dropped they drop shipped at the track. We had the full satellite to be able to stream that. I re- that was wild. But technology's changed since then. It cer- it certainly has. You know, it's right? it, the, the, it was it was we had to keep what twenty feet away from the satellite because of the yeah. of the electromagnetic waves that were bouncing <laughs> off of it so uh it was i want to say it had to have been the 2010 year it might have been the year that schumacher was there i can't i really can't remember now to be honest i well, know I, yeah i know that i know we did it when schumacher was there because i want to say we had fifteen thousand people tuned in on the sunday it was absolutely crazy but listen to the live broadcast yeah. and again so that's one. I got to confirm this, but I'm 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 pretty sure that we're going to be doing the Facebook Live again on the Supercarts USA page. So we'll be streaming through Facebook Live with video. Uh, stay tuned for that. We'll get a confirmation. There's a lot of cool things happening on that, but that particular EKN Live is going to have video as well, and we'll likely you'll be able to stream it, of course, through uh, through all the regular EKN stuff. But it'll also be Facebook Live. So I'm just jacked to get back out there, David. I think it's going to be a really good weekend heading back to the Rio. Yeah, and again, we're still waiting to hear uh, track layout. Uh, yeah. That's I know that's something they've already worked on, uh, but again, you know, Tom likes to wait till the last possible minute to uh, to get that out. So maybe something mid October we'll probably see that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what type of changes they make and 
what kind of elements they bring back uh, from the tracks that we've had there before. Well, an interesting thing too, obviously Rock Cup running two weeks beforehand. Do they wait till after the Rock Cup to even tell anybody? Well, but they are—they already have their track layout done. I mean, it's that's true. I mean, that's true. That's interesting. They've—they've—they've they've, they've already set in stone what they're going to do. And again, you got to—you know—it's two separate events. It's probably not going to be the same. It might be a little bit similar in a couple of sections. Who knows? We really don't know. We'll see. All right, David. Let's uh, let's cap this off. We are uh, getting ready to to finish off this edition of the EKN debrief. Your final thoughts on the WK Manufacturers uh, Cup event at Newcastle. Uh, again, different uh, different layouts, championship on the on the line, but as you said, decent numbers. What, what were your thoughts overall to wrap up this uh, this debrief? Yeah, three points to kind of wrap this up. Uh, you know, the new layout was very interesting. Um, it took away a couple elements, but it brought in a couple others. Um, to me personally, you know, like I said, the one thing I would change from that layout would be to move the start finish line back to the original. Uh, I think we would have saw some some even more interesting finishes than than what we did see. Uh, second point, uh, chassis breakdown. Nitro Kart earned five victories in the four cadet categories that that there that there is. Uh, Parallel took home four victories. Kart Republic took home two. Fullerton two. Top Kart two. Tony Kart two. Benick one. So a good good uh, diverse uh, chassis uh, breakdown for for the victories nice. on the weekend. Um, okay. And again, championships are set up for the final two rounds at GoPro in October. So some championships are decided already. Some are going to probably go down to Sunday uh, afternoon. It'll be uh, it'll be a great weekend uh, in Morrisville this October. So there you have it, our breakdown, the debrief of the most recent WK Manufacturers Cup event, round number five of the six-race series. You're going to have debriefs coming at you each week here for the next couple because, of course, I'm heading off to Texas here this weekend. David and I will sit down on Tuesday to do our debrief from, or at least my debrief from Texas. He and I will then head that following Friday to Streets of Lancaster. The Tuesday afterwards, we'll sit down and break down this year's Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix. So lots of debriefs still coming. I've got a couple of cool one-on-one interviews, the industry insiders coming on the podcast as well. You're going to see a lot more coming on the EKN Radio Network into the offseason and much, much more in 2019 as David Cole and I continue to develop the EKN Radio Network. If you haven't done so already, make sure you download the app onto your phone, onto your mobile device, the EKN Radio Network app available on uh iTunes and Google Play. I believe you just just search for eCarding News and you'll be able to download that. It's going to be one you're going to want to have on your mobile device, folks, because we're going to be doing a lot more. On behalf of David Cole, we're done here for the debrief number 33. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. (laughs) 